Hello, everyone. Welcome to our new episode of The One Percent. Um, I'm here with Mirna. Hello. Hello. And today we are with a new guest about sports and his experience in sports and things like that. So I'm here with him now. Say hello. Hello. Uh, my name is Elmer Rivas. I am 27 years old. Um, okay, so first question, what is your eye condition? Uh, my eye condition is, uh, re- I think, uh, RP, re- uh, please forgive me, uh, re- re- uh, I can't pronounce it. It's, is it retinopathy uh, of prematurity? No, it's a pig- or retinitis pigmentosa. Pigmentosa? pigmentosa. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, how old were you when you were diagnosed with this condition? Two years old. Uh, so let me tell you a little bit of a story about that. Uh, when I was born, I used to have a little bit of vision in, in my left eye. But uh, one day, all of a sudden, I woke up and I started feeling like very, very like a very strong pain in my left eye. And eventually, I I ended up losing my... I went to the doctor and I ended up losing my uh, vision completely in my left eye. And, uh, you know, I, so I, that's when I was diagnosed with... They told me it was RP. Oh, wow. Um, like, after this diagnosis... Um... Like, have you seen any more doctors? Has there been any kind of change in, in perspectives? Anything uh, for future? Uh, no. Uh, no. I mean, I, I have seen different doctors. Uh, I went to see my doctor, uh, a doctor. So I was going. So, so no. Um, so I did see a doctor. Uh, I was going to Children's Hospital and then. When I was 14, I finally changed to a different doctor that uh, his name is Dr. Uh, Khaled Twanzi. Um, don't know how to spell that, but uh, Dr. Twanzi, who had two different offices uh, in Eagle Rock and in Pasadena. Uh, and he tried surgery on me when I was 14, like to try to see if we can get, you know, what happened and if I can get a little bit of vision back. But it didn't. It didn't work out, but, you know, it was okay. At least, you know, I definitely appreciate the attempt and surgery, but, uh, and I was going to Dr. Twanzi's office for uh, 12 years from 2010 to 2022. And recently I am going to a doctor that is closer to me uh, in Arcadia. Uh, The doctor's name is Dr. uh, I think his name is Dr. Wayness. I don't know his first name, but. I started seeing him in October of last year. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Well, sorry, like just really quick before it continues. Um, funny enough, that's my that was my doctor as well, Tawansi. But yeah, that's, oh, that's wow. for another day. <laughs> wow. What a small <laughs> yeah, world. The coincidences of life, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah small world. Yeah, but I'll let Ish continue. <laughs> okay. Um, what is your favorite sport? So when I was when I was uh seven when I was six years old, uh, my I would be listening to Spanish television and my dad would be watching soccer. Uh, I recall uh, one morning, uh, June of two thousand two, 
when uh, he had the TV on the morning that Brazil beat Germany in the 2002 World Cup. And that's how, you know, that became my favorite sport. Then I started following, like, the Mexican Soccer League. You know, I my favorite team is uh, Las Chivas, the, the Goats, the Goats. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like Las Chivas. My brother started kind of introducing me to, like, that team. and He started watching games, and I started becoming interested in, like, listening for myself. And then later on, when I was when I was like nine years old, I started hearing a lot about the Lakers and how popular they were. And like I would I would always hear the news and they would always tell you the score of like the Lakers and how they were doing. And then uh, in 2006, when my there was a temper, there was a time where my cousin was living here uh, with her boyfriend and she would uh, she would watch at the time the Laker games or televised the the Laker games that were not at at home when they would when the Lakers would travel all the games were on channel 9 and they would listen to the games and I started kind of becoming interested and then uh a year later I'm like you know what I'm going to listen to the radio broadcast to see if I could understand the games for myself and yeah sure enough I started understanding the games for myself uh they were really good the late you know like the Lakers when I, the year that I started listening was in the 2007-2008 season when uh, they actually got to the finals, but sadly they lost that final against Boston. But then in 2009 and 2010, it was a very amazing, amazing, amazing period of time. It was awesome to see the Lakers win two consecutive championships in 2009-2010. And then around 08, I started following baseball. Uh, I started listening to the Dodgers in Spanish um, with a guy by the name of Jaime Jarrín, which was the, a longtime Spanish Dodger broadcaster. Now, uh, you guys, for those of you guys who may not know, Jaime Jarrín, the way I was introduced to him was not by listening to baseball, though. He was the guy that used to come out on Los Defensores commercial, the, you know, the Spanish, yeah, man, 636. So that was him. And then, y problema resuelto. and I was like, oh my God. And then when I, when I heard that he was doing baseball, I'm like, what? This sounds like the guy that does the Defensores commercials. And sure enough, yeah, I, I figured out it was him. And then in 2009, I started listening to the Dodger broadcast in English with another legendary broadcaster that the Dodgers had, Vince Scully, who uh, passed away. Uh, almost a year ago, uh, 10 months ago. And uh, he was a very, uh, a long, long time broadcaster for the Dodgers dating back to their days in Brooklyn in 1950. And he called games for the Dodgers from 1950 and moved with them to Los Angeles in 1958. And then uh, retired in 2016. And then he was just, you know, uh, he, he was, he retired and, like I said, passed away last year. So, and then hockey, I was introduced to by my parents because my dad used to work at at the arena where where the Lakers play and the Clippers, but also the the hockey team, the LA Kings, play there. And my dad would work the games, and my mom would watch the games just because she wanted to see my dad in the camera, mainly. But uh, which you know <laughs> makes sense, but. Uh, and then she was like, oh, you know, I'm watching this hockey game. And I, I didn't know anything about hockey at the time in 2010. Sure enough, I started following ice hockey and, you know, got to see the Kings win the cup in 2012 and 2014. And 
In fact, in 2012, I got to take a picture with the uh, Stanley Cup with the trophy that the uh, the hockey pl- uh, the hockey players win ever like for winning the championship. So, uh, my dad got an invitation by by email to take a picture with the with the cup and he could take a guess and my mom asked me oh do you want to do you want to go with him and i said sure and i got to take the picture it was a very awesome experience and then you know i you know i started following football like in 2008 i would listen to raider games on the radio uh before 97 one the the station in la 97 one which is now a news station but before uh, before it became a hip-hop station uh, it was a talk radio station, and the Raiders were playing on that station, 97.1. Oh, yeah. uh, so uh, in 2008, I got to listen to their games. I fell in love with listening to their games, and I'm a big Raider fan. So that that's how my like love for, love for sports started. Oh, wow. Uh, well, <laughs> since you said you got to take the picture with the Stanley Cup, have you ever been to a live sporting event? Yes, uh, I've gone to, I've gone to two different uh, sporting events, at, uh, two basketball events. Uh, in two thousand nine, in April, I went uh, to the Lakers' final regular season game against the Utah Jazz. Now that that was uh, thanks to a uh, ticket, uh, somebody hooked me up with tickets. So I had an uh, uh, there was an aide at the school that helped one of the students that she knew a friend that I think was giving tickets. So one morning they were like, Oh, uh, we want to, I have a present for your birthday. Uh, the, the eight of the students said, and the guy uh, comes up, his name is Ed. He came up to the school and he's like, I have a surprise for you. I have two tickets for you and your uh your aide so the aide that i went with is it was actually my aide to the to the game um my my uh sorry teacher's aide and went to the game got tickets and got to go to the game and had a good time and i got before that before the game i got to go eat dinner with the player uh with one of the laker players family members uh it wasn't Kobe. I, I kind of wish, but it was uh, a really good player for that the Lakers had named Jordan Farmar. So I got to eat dinner with him, uh, his well, not him, but his mom and his sister went to this bar. I uh, don't remember the name of the bar, but it was you know I had burger and fries and a soda, and then I got to go watch the game. And at halftime, I got to walk around the arena, get to uh, see some of the stores, the, the team store that they had there. And yeah, thankfully the Lakers won. And exactly two months after that, because uh, I went on April 14 of 09, on June 14 of 09, got to see the Lakers win the championship. Obviously, I didn't go to that game. And they, when they won it, they won it in in Orlando against the Magic. So, yeah, that's how that's uh, that. And then the other game I went to in 2010, I went to a Clippers game. Uh, Clippers versus New York Knicks. New York won. This was at a time when the LA Braille Institute would get tickets to go see the Clippers. Um, and this was at a time where the Clippers were honestly, quite frankly, not good. And <laughs> we would all, we would, all, they would give a Braille Institute would send me like invitations or I would get a call. Do you want to go to the Clipper games? And 
uh, I got to go to the Clipper game with family. And also there were other friends that, that I have that were there that night. And I mean, I always hesitated to go to a Clipper game though, because I'm like, okay, I'm a Laker fan. I want to be loyal to my team. So, you know, if I go, like, I don't want to betray my team. But then I was like, you know what? In 2010, I thought, you know what? I'm not a Clipper fan, but I'm going to go see what the experience is like. And yeah, it was fun. I thought, I thought it was nice that they would give tickets to Braille Institute. The Clippers would. Uh, I hope wow. the Lakers. I hope the Lakers can follow their footsteps one day. And I mean, well, well Braille doesn't give. I mean, Clippers don't give tickets to Braille, but uh, anymore. But perhaps, you know, and, and it's such a coincidence because. The year after I went, they started becoming good. The Clippers, they were making the playoffs. And then all of a <laughs> you sudden. You brought them just, luck. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, yeah. Wow. So that's pretty much um, uh, one more uh, sporting event. 2015, I got to finally go to a Dodger game. Um, I've always had a dream of going to a Dodger game at Dodger Stadium. Uh, it was through this program at uh, Junior Blind called the uh, STEP program, the STEP and I was staying there for seven weeks that year. And one time, one of the staff, we were like, we, we all had to like pitch in, obviously. And we, they all, they took us, for those of us who wanted to go, they took us to the game. And thankfully, the Dodgers won that, that day. They won 5-0, to zero, July 8th, 2015, against the Philadelphia Phillies. So that was great. So yeah, those are the sporting events that I've, that I've gone to. Oh, okay. Do you or have you played sports? Yeah, uh, not like professionally, right? But uh, like, well, not like professionally, like like, because I they do have like those goal ball goal ball leagues and all that, like like a junior blind that they would travel and all that. But I I played, you know, I played them like for fun. You know, you got at the Olympics 20, 2013 through twenty seventeen. I got to play the goal ball. I got to. Uh, do some like running i've also like when i was in high school obviously in pe for fun I, we would play like dodgeball and uh kickball and soccer and you know we would play goalball too so yeah I, i've definitely definitely have played sports but can you tell us a little bit as to how it was in terms to accessibility it was good you know uh they like the accessibility was good um, in terms of that because like go like in terms of like accessibility because goal ball you know they had the balls you know they have bells and you can pretty much hear when when the ball is coming to you uh, I will I will uh, oh my god um, the other and the other sports like running and all that there's always like you know clapping and so you can know where like where to run so the accessibility, I would say, was pretty good. Yeah, I know they have uh, like beat baseball, beat baseball. You know, now now they have like beat baseball professionally. Now I I know there's a team out here in Pasadena. I have not joined, but uh, they're called the the Panthers, and you know they they the pat the baseball Panthers. I know that you know I don't like know much details, but I have friends who have participated in that, but. Um, you know, be baseball is fun. I have played it before, uh, like in PE and other uh, junior blind for fun. But yeah, so that mm-hmm. definitely accessibility is good. And and when it comes to like PE back in high, PE back in high school, 
PE, they um, definitely, our PE teacher was really good about getting, because we were had, we had adaptive PE. Uh, so it was like, it wasn't like we had to like, we didn't have to like do regular PE, like where you have to change into PE clothes. We had to wear these like PE shirts, but that was pretty much it. But in, like accessibility though, uh, you know, it was really, she was really good about making sure that the balls, you know, had bells and, and like be baseball, you know, to play be like be baseball and all that. So yeah, it was accessibility was great. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit more about like the junior blind Olympic? You mentioned medals that you won and things like that. So yeah. Uh so the junior blind Olympics, I uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a of the story of how like I started, you know. Uh, participating in the Olympics and all that. But in 20, you know, they would always send me invitations. And then in 2013, finally, when my mom told me like that I got the letter to, like if I wanted to sign up and the application, I said, you know what, I'll, I'll join this time. And I'm thankful I did because uh, like they had all these activities uh, that, like I said, they were fun, like, rowing uh kayaking gobo uh and i did it you know so basically how it would work is you would have different uh like you would have you would be assigned to a to a team with like a certain coach like with a group of other uh, athletes blind athletes that were competing and that you know so you would be assigned to a team and you you would get there you would get your uh like a name tag and and yeah, you would do different activities and like that we were like, we would go to and then you would have lunch. And Okay. Um, so just uh, like maybe like, okay, so you mentioned the teams you were on, like the teams thing. Uh, you mentioned the medals you won, like what sports did you win those in? And maybe what sports did they have? And did you participate in every one? Because I've been to the Olympics in the junior blind and there was some I didn't get to do. So oh okay um so the only sport that I got a medal on all those 5 years I participated was the uh, rowing rowing that's basically where you sit on this chair and you have to kind of like pull this thing uh please forgive me cuz I I don't like I do remember how to play it but I don't remember the name of that exact thing it was like you would sit and then you would like pull back and forth uh mm -hmm. Okay. And it was five. All the medals I won were in that sport. Like uh, the four, four, the first four were four medals that I won were all like second place medals. So like uh -huh. silver. But then in 2017, I won the gold medal for that. So uh -huh. that was that was cool. And the sports that I I got to participate in most of them. The one that I didn't like participate in, and that's because I'm not really good at that, is uh, rock rock climbing. I tried it uh, for a couple of times, but the last couple of years I was like, no, I'm not. I don't really feel like necessarily too comfortable rock climbing. Yeah, oh, I get can I make too. a comment on rock climbing? Sorry, if you can continue. I'm so sorry. Sure. No, I was sure, just saying, I, I, get, I get freaked out. What were you going to say? I was going to say the same thing, actually. 
I get very scared with heights. So this one time that I climbed it, hopefully no one's eating. I actually got really overwhelmed that once I made it down, I puked. That was not fun. Yeah. Um, but sorry. Um, uh, moving on to the next question, I was going to ask if you would ever consider participating in Partic like in in a professional Olympics, not the junior blind, but the actual. Oh, like like the ones that they do, like in the summer Olympics of every four years, and in the winter Olympics. Mm -hmm. Yes. Huh. You know, I haven't thought about it, uh, but now that you guys ask me this, that that you ask me this, you know, it wouldn't be. I mean, well, I don't know, like how much the like i don't know like i would have to really do a research on like if there would be like accessible things like make it accessible i mean i'm sure there have been i just you know because like when i follow the olympics i mostly follow like the basketball you know like the, mm -hmm. the the soccer but like in terms of you know I, I try to follow a little bit of swimming but i'm not i don't really understand it like like the sport like like how how you win the the games and like when it comes to swimming and all the other individual sports, uh, maybe I've followed a little bit of boxing in the past, but like the Olympics. Uh, but in terms of like, no, I don't think I would because like I would have to do a very like strong research on like accessibility. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure it would be possible, but I don't I don't I'd have to do research on accessibility. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well. <laughs> You're nice. would, yeah would you would you ever participate in uh such olympics again which it's that that was pretty much that question but i guess this one pertains more to the junior blind or like wayfinder as it's called now i would i mean to be honest i kind of wish now that you know that the junior blind had like olympics for the adults because the Olympics that they have now are is for like I think you could only participate till you're like 22. So oh, you know, I now know I didn't either. Yeah, so you could come back as you know volunteer and all that, but I wish they had like at least at least the Olympics for young adults, like from like for like 22 and over, like 22 at least you know, young adult Olympics. Like, oh, I think well, that would be cool. Like, people where people request. under 30. Yeah, where people <laughs> under 30 in their late 20s could participate. Yeah, where people in their late 20s could participate in 30s. Yeah, let's send the request, totally. Yeah. Huh. No, yeah, I didn't know that at all. I thought that, you know, there really wasn't a limit. Like, there were probably categories, but I guess not. No, they have a limit. Yeah, well, they have a limit. So, um, sorry to interrupt. Real quick, mm -hmm. and and uh, I mean, I really don't know what their rules are now, though. But like, I I still imagine that they would be the same. You could only participate mm. till you're 22, because I haven't, you know, I haven't done the Olympics since 2017. I I had a chance to do it in 2018, but I didn't get a chance to do it that year. Uh, but mm. you know, I hope that they would add that. 
We'll Young make sure to send the podcast to to organizations, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And be like, hey, please bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> this That'll leads me great. to my next question. Um, are you a part of any organization for blind athletes? No. No. Okay. What can be improved for those who are blind athletes? And if there's nothing, well, that's okay. Like if you feel yeah. like it's yeah. If you feel like it's okay, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, just just you know, basically, because to be quite frank, I like even though I did the Olympics and all that, I really don't like keep up with like blind athletes. Like 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 I know they have sports out there, but ever since I did the Olympics in twenty seven, this is the last time I did it. In 2017, mm-hmm. I haven't really uh, kept up with like like blind athlete stuff. I know they have goal ball stuff at the junior blind. I know they and I have friends who are who play goal ball. I, I have friends who play to professionally to the level where, like I said, they would travel to different places to play the game, like mm-hmm. competitions. But I really don't know much about like. Like I know that there is, but I really don't know much like about blind athlete. Like like if I don't know how to explain it. Basically, like I know yeah. about it, but I haven't kept up with it too much. Okay. Boy, like us ish, right? Like we just know Hamudi who does the Olympics, right? Um Yeah, an old friend of our uh, a friend that uh, I speak to on occasion. Uh his name is Hamudi Smith and he is like a track runner and stuff like that. And so I you know, people should definitely look into him and check his stuff out. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and, okay, I pretty much asked that question. Um, in terms of, like, podcasting, because I know you're into, like, sports and things like that, would you ever do one? Or Yes. Yeah. Okay. I actually, I am, I am thinking about it. In fact, uh, Mirna, if I if you allow me to say this, mm-hmm. uh, Mirna, a couple of days ago, uh, Mirna and I were having a conversation over the phone, and she was asking me the same thing. We were, <laughs> I told her that it would be a good idea, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about the idea. I think it would be cool. I think it would be awesome. Can you I give us a little demo if you're comfortable? Yeah, give us a demo. <laughs> Sure. All right. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Elmer, the Elmer Sports Podcast. Today, on this Saturday, June 10th, we're going to be talking about the NBA Finals. Uh, the Denver Nuggets are one win away from winning their first ever NBA championship. And we're also going to be talking about the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, the Hockey Finals. Vegas is two wins away from winning the Cup. Vegas has a two games to one lead over the Florida Panthers, and today we have a couple of special guests. We have uh, a couple of special guests lined up for you. We have uh, we have Jason Tyler from Maryland uh, coming up in a little bit, and Kevin Cal from New York City will also be analyzing today uh, everything going on in the world of basketball and hockey. Wow, nice. So cool. And you already have, like, your people to, like, help, help you with this. This is really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I think you can do it. No, yeah, that would be awesome. 
wow yeah no and if you definitely need some help with the tech or anything whatsoever you can always count on us as well yeah yeah thanks thanks i really really appreciate it yeah well i mean those are all the questions i i we asked all of them uh we're glad to have you on here um it was really cool talking to you i like how you had a lot to say it's really cool and uh, if there's anything else you feel like people should know in terms of either podcasting or sports, you know, if you don't, that's okay. Oops. Well, no, no, I uh, just want to uh, update everybody that uh, today before uh, when I was eating at the restaurant, I, uh, I was out and I was listening to the soccer game. There was a big soccer game today in Europe, the Champions League, which basically puts all the European soccer teams together. And, you know, the best European. So today, Manchester City, uh, a team from England, finally won their their first ever uh, Champions League tournament. And, you know, congratulations to them. And tonight, Vegas will play Florida tonight in game four. And then, uh, you know, also baseball, the Dodgers are going to, uh, they're playing right now. But uh, I'll uh, check the score after the podcast because I haven't had a chance to check. But yeah, a uh, big Dodger fan, and yeah, and then Monday night, Denver against Miami. If Denver wins, they will be celebrating a big party in Denver, Colorado. And if Miami wins, then the series goes back to Miami for Thursday night. So, yeah, that's basically the most important things going on in sports. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Elmer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. If there's any newscasters out there who are looking for a sports anchor, you have him right here. He's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for honoring us with your presence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. It was a pleasure. I mean, hopefully, you know, this is not the last time that I get to do this. Hopefully, you guys uh, invite me more yeah. uh, in the future. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, guys, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we will be uh, doing episodes every two weeks, as always. And thank you very much for tuning in. Uh Everyone have a good night, day, wherever you are, and we're done.